Get ready. It's time. Christina, Catherine, Lisa, Amy, Lauren, and Danny. Welcome to the Cimarelli Podcast. Hey, I'm Christina. I'm Catherine. I'm Lisa. I'm Amy. I'm Lauren. I'm Danny. And we're Cimarelli. Welcome back to the Cimarelli Podcast. I kind of ditched the kind accent. Mix. You like the Cimarelli Podcast. <laughs> I like that better. Okay, hello YouTube or Patreon if you're seeing this a week before YouTube. Um, if you haven't seen this before, the Cimarelli Podcast is an entertaining, uplifting podcast full of advice and personal stories. I was supposed to say advice that's changed our lives, but I was going to say personal stories that changed our lives. That didn't work. Yeah. Um, we're going to share some some juicy <laughs> some juicy stories, discuss some personal topics, and get vulnerable and real with you guys. And every other episode is available only on our Patreon. So this episode three, you're seeing it on YouTube. Episode four is going to be only on Patreon. Episode five is going to be back on YouTube. So if you want to see half of this season, half of the last season, go to our Patreon. You can watch all those. There's like 10 already plus these. So mm-hmm. there's, and there's another series on there called Things We Don't Talk About where we get really vulnerable and personal. So there's a lot of great stuff on our Patreon. You're definitely going to want to join. There's amazing content on there. There's a bunch of other stuff I didn't even tell you. So <laughs> anyway, season three of the Cimarelli podcast is based on our book, Believe, Believe in, in You. you. Just trying to get that them was terrible, guys. Okay. Our book, Believe in You. This book is available basically everywhere online, so you're definitely going to want it. We just go through like a tiny amount of it. We're not just going to read the whole book to you guys, okay? That'd be kind of boring. I know it wouldn't be boring because it's not a boring book, but we're just going to go through a little bit of it, okay? It so, sounds like they would want it because it's, it's available, available online. <laughs> so you're going to want it because it's available. Yeah, you're going to want it because it's Which available. Which is true. Thank you, Lord. So, today's episode, episode three, is based on chapter three, which is... Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> Amigos. Before we uh, jump in, um, Lisa needs to say her weird egg thing she's been saying all day. Um, I'm just trying an Australian accent out. I'm trying to master it a little more. So <laughs> it goes, seven eggs fell out of the basket. But I don't quite know how to say basket with the accent yet. So sometimes <laughs> I say, like, basket, and it sounds like I'm from, like, Chicago or something. But seven <laughs> eggs fell out of the basket. Oh, that's that was like, good. That's, yes. like, a specific a Australian, Russian, though. It's she was a bit like, Russian. Seven eggs fell out of the, bes- the basket. Like, <laughs> no, no, same. seven eggs fell out of the basket. Oh yeah, Lisa was trying to get me <laughs> yeah, to they say, say it. There's no article. He's like, it's so easy. You just, blah, 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 whatever. And I kept saying biscuit, so I'm not going to try, okay? So, before we jump into our topic of conversation, we always start with a spicy advice Q&A from a fan on Patreon. All right, guys. So, we asked you guys what questions you had on friendship, and this question is from Julia Sunflower, and she said, how do you deal with not having many friends anymore due to being homeschooled? Mm. So we were saying when we heard this question, this can apply to people in school as well. Or someone that just moved, you know, any reason that like, yeah. oh, I suddenly don't have a How lot do you of make friends. friends not in school is the question. Yes. So yeah, what do you do, guys? Call your mom. <laughs> Say, Mom, I wanna do a sport. <laughs> That's my first one. Yes. Yeah. I just had a pithy intro. Look, if you do sports, you meet a lot of people. That's just a fact. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. So whether it's swimming, soccer, football, whatever it is Gymnastics, in your town. Tennis, not limited just to sports, badminton, too. Musical theater. Dance. Choir, clubs. Tai yeah. chi. Music, art. Tai chi fencing. Like yoga. Jiu-jitsu. Martial arts. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, um, volunteering. That's free. Oh. Like, oh. Volunteering at, for local organizations. Like a pet place whatever those are yeah. animal place but animal shelter. Yeah. i will say though us we were all homeschooled from day one and so you kind of learn making friends it's very different than being in school i would imagine never been in school except for i did community college but um you have to be very bold so you can mm, you do these gotta. activities but you can't stand there silently while you're doing them you have Mm-mm. to like make extra effort to like we're gonna talk jokes. about the see people which we're gonna, yeah we're talking about that more later but i'm i just want to go out there and say if it's outside of there. school you kind of have to go even more outside your comfort try zone. Real hard. Even if it's inside of school, like, you probably haven't met every single person at your school. So, like, try sure. joining some new clubs at your school. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> and, um, yeah, try joining some new clubs. Get a different look at the school, you know? So, I think that's a really good segue into our topic of conversation. Wow. So, if you're wondering how, how, okay, so you're telling me I can't just 
stand on the sidelines and be silent. So what am I supposed to do? I don't know how to do this. Mm. We're going to give you some tips. And the rest of the tips are in this book. Okay? But we're going to give you some yeah. tips. Okay? So, topic of conversation today is how to make friends and also when friendship goes wrong. I would really <laughs> wish that you would have done the news announcer voice. Like, how to make friends. Okay. Go I'm wrong. not going to do that. So, <laughs> friendship goes how to wrong. make friends. And the first, we're going to go through two tips today. The first one is about confidence which is love yourself and be yourself which sounds like how am I supposed to do that we're gonna give you a few tips on that so love yourself and be yourself tips all right my first thing I would say is if you want to love yourself and be yourself you have to know yourself and a good tip into starting the journey of self-knowledge is start paying attention to how you feel, mm. what you want, and what you need. Mm. Because for a lot of us, it's really easy to get like hyper focused on other people and trying to make sure everyone else is good, everyone else is happy, everyone else is having a good time. That you can kind of lose yourself and everyone else, and you forget to think about yourself and what you want and what you need and like Ooh. who you really are. Mm. So that's the first thing: is start noticing that and recognizing yourself that's and not just everyone huge. else yeah. that goes for dating as well so if you do that you're gonna feed two birds with one scone love Ooh. it i would say in terms of loving yourself you have to be careful with friendship because you don't want to be putting too much of your self-worth into your friendships mm. i feel like i've done mm. this a lot in my life um like friends are there for you they build you up you have a lot of fun with them but you can't be getting your primary source of like your feeling of like, oh, I am worthy as a person mm. because I have Ooh. friends. Mm. Uh. So just be careful. I think even just me saying that, like being aware of it, yeah. then you already are going to have an easier time with it. But where do you get it from? I feel like you get it from God and God helps your you boyfriend. Love not, your not not your boyfriend. Don't no, get no, it from no. your friends. Yeah. Get it from your boyfriend. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Put your self worth in men. No, stop okay. it. Bad, don't, bad, bad. Don't I'm listen kidding. to her. I'm kidding. That was a joke. She's kidding. That yeah. was a joke. Very sarcastic remark. Okay. So Continue. it's just. I feel like it's just a sense of self awareness. And when you are with your friends, just start thinking like, do I feel like so attached that like, oh no, my friend rejected me. My whole life is falling apart. Mm. Like, yeah. obviously, if you're so you're fighting with your friend, you're gonna feel anxious. But there's just a certain level where you're like. This it is unhealthy. Be, it shouldn't be controlling your life. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. How you can tell if it's there. This goes for any relationship. Notice this in my own marriage as well through therapy. If someone is like fighting with you and it's like ruining your whole day, yeah. that's when you have to check yourself for you wreck yourself. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, because you should be able to depend on the people in your life. You know, pretty much most of the time, but you should not be dependent on them to fill a hole or a void. That comes we got, from God. Nice. We got one more point. Yeah. Um, before I say my point, though, I do want to say that <clears throat> friends always come and go your whole life. So whether you don't have friends or you have a ton of friends or whatever, that's the big reason why you can't necessarily rely on that as your self-worth because as you get older, there's like very, very few people who you actually have as friends from when you're like a child or even a teenager. Actually, a, like some people are different. Know. Everyone's different. But from what I've seen in life, like, there's like, a lot of there's so friends. many people you meet and then you're not friends with within a year or a couple years or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can't rely on it. But I will also say when you are making friends, it's easy to want friends so bad. And this kind of goes along with Catherine's point that you like alter yourself mm -hmm. a little bit, even on accident. I know this because I did this almost my entire life up until like recently. Um, I'm still working on this. It's still hard for me. Um, you'll alter yourself to fit in with whoever you want to be friends with because you want to be friends with them so bad. And some people, mm -hmm. it's easier. Like, for me, I'm such a multifaceted person. Like, I like a lot of things. So it's easy for me to just, oh, yeah, I'll just take on this side of my personality and just push aside all the rest of it because this matches with my friend group. Mm -hmm. Like, Ooh. I'm just going to show, like, I listen to this kind of music or I love mm -hmm. this restaurant or I love talking about this thing. Yeah. It's like, sh you genuinely like it, like, most of the mm -hmm. time. But there's also... It's like you're a Rubik's Cube. So like, I'm just going to show my orange yes. side. Just the orange mm. side. That's but you have orange, all these colors. Like, you so your Rubik's Cube should not be solved. It should your be Rubik's Cube all should mixed be, up. Okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and the reason why it's not necessarily good to like make friends when you're only showing part of yourself or even worse, pretending to be something you're not, mm -hmm. which some people do, is because... 
then you have these friends and sure, like they know part of you, but they don't, yeah, they don't fully, they're never going to fully know you for you or appreciate or love you for you. You know, they're always going to like this one side of you. So if in my experience, I've had friends who liked me for one side of me. And then when I showed other sides, like Mm -hmm. as I got more comfortable or forgot or whatever, then they just didn't, you know, they didn't connect anymore. And they're like, oh. Didi's like, I like to bake. Doodles, <laughs> <laughs> no, scones. Like, they would be like, oh, like, that's not my thing or whatever. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, we don't that's connect. my thing. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I saw a good, um, a good point about this earlier. That's another, that goes along with this. Um, another dynamic that doesn't work, which is like a leader follower dynamic. Like if you and your friend are leader follower, oh, or do yeah. they expect you to be the follower all the time? If yeah. you step up and be the leader, are they suddenly like, I don't want to be around you anymore? Are they putting you or are you putting them in a box? That's another good point that goes yeah. along with that. Like, oh. oh, I'm always the follower. And I just thought when you said like, or you're pretending to be something or you're just showing one side. And I was like, if you're showing one side, you are pretending to be something because you're saying I'm just orange. I don't have any other colors. You're still pretending, but you trick your, I've done that before. You trick yourself. It's like, oh no, but I really do like this. So I'm not pretending, but you are because you're hiding other things. Yeah. You're saying I'm not a Rubik's cube. I'm just a square. Yeah. So I had a moment of this when I was like 16 because I remember I acted different with all my friends. And then I remember it was my birthday party and I was freaking out because all my different friends from different places ah! we're gonna be in one place and I was like like how do I be all my sides yeah. actually I remember this for it myself as a teen you're like wait that is yeah. so true yeah I feel a lot more congruent now but I feel like that took a lot of time <gasps> that's to a get really there. wait that is that's such so a good point I just realized mm-hmm. if you have all the people in your life in one room are you like I have to act this way around them this way around them this way around them mm-hmm. and then it, it means like you're not fully in touch with all with all the sides of yourself and putting them out there mm-hmm. that's definitely probably a challenge for most people in yeah. life oh, that's yeah. a really good point so Woo! going back to what we were saying earlier about um meeting people and becoming friends with them outside of your school and all that how do you start up a conversation if you have no idea how? Okay, a lot of people have absolutely no idea. I know this because we get thousands of messages saying, how do I talk to people? I don't have any friends. I don't know what to say. Okay, so I know this is common. So this is you. Don't be like, I'm the only person in the world. No, no, no. no. And no, by the no, way, we all have shy moments. Every mm-hmm. single one of us yeah. has shy moments. Even the most If you can ones. believe it, I have shy moments. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even like Christina and Danny and Amy have shy moments. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Catherine does I mean, no, it's it's not that surprising for Catherine. She's half and half, you know, whatever. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the first one that I do. Um, This goes for someone that you see around a lot. This doesn't really go for a random person as much, but it could. I've done it many a time. So just saying, so if you see someone at, like, um, uh, at school, you see them all the time. Or your job. Your job. Your job. They're in your class. They're at your sport, and you see them a lot. Just um, This is the way to, like, prime them to actually – get to know you later on. So just when you see them, when you get there, hey, how's it going? You just say, hey, how's it going? You just acknowledge them. Mm. And then the next time you acknowledge them again. And then after you acknowledge each other a few times, then it can open up. This is for like, if you're more shy and they're more shy, if you're both outgoing, that doesn't even really need to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're Mm -hmm. like nervous, which obviously you don't need to hear this if you're outgoing. So if you're nervous, just acknowledge them. Hey, how's it going? And then just do it a few times. And then that will start to like warm it up. For okay. maybe the next thing. Wait, also, wait, to segue into add, mine. I sorry. was going to add before you what, segue. Just also when you're in groups of people, like whether it's at a job or school or something like that, it's it, you'll notice that people who are already friends with each other will have conversations in front of you a lot. And, when, and it's good because you can listen to them. And sometimes if you're willing to put yourself out there, then you can say like, oh, that thing that you were talking about in front of me. And you can people mention it. Sometimes and I'm like, and, and it's not weird. Some it's people, not, unless yeah. you're creepy. Yeah. Some people react a little weirdly sometimes because they're like, hmm, not sure why you're listening to my I actually but, react weirdly, okay, but no, no. I like it. But I like that the person starts brought it friendships. up. And I act like this because I'm waiting a few times of them yes. doing it to see if they're creepy or not. <laughs> but in the inside, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. They're like trying to be friends with me, but I kind of react kind of weird. But but don't take that too far. If someone's reacting Wait. weird, just assume that they think it's weird. Okay, listen, listen. This is mine. First of all, when I'm saying hi to people or approaching them, or whatever, I always look for like outgoing people. Just want to throw that out there because I love more outgoing Approachable. people. I'm like, they'll do a lot of the work, so we. I don't have to. I look for. So I look for shy people. Yeah, I look for shy people um, too. So when I am approaching someone or whatever, even just like. I do this all the time, actually, just strangers, even at the mall. I'll be like, oh, I love your shoes. You just compliment something that you genuinely yeah. like. Don't do a fake compliment. That's weird. If you see anything yeah. interesting or cool about someone's outfit or something they're doing, just be like, 
oh, like, what are you doing? That's so cool. Or like, I love your hair. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, or even standing. like, wow, your eyes are so pretty, you know? Like, it's not yeah. weird if you don't make it weird, which it doesn't, it's not a and weird thing at all. it's just great to see someone like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Like, it yeah. makes them happy. Yeah. It's so nice to see someone like light up, you what know? What is the weird start way? a conversation. If you're like. We need to tell what the weird way is. If you, okay, first of all. Your eyes get if wide. If you're really freaking out and you're like, I like your shoes. And it's like, <laughs> I don't do that. Who does that? I don't know. I'm just trying to think what I want Okay, I want to be really gentle here also at the same time as not being gentle because there's two people I'm talking to. There's people who would take this way too far. Hopefully it's not any of you guys, but there's people who take things way too far and I'm telling you, do not do that. But most of you are probably not going to do that and I'm going to be really gentle to you and say like, if you need to go into the mirror because some of these kids, like they didn't have an upbringing where they got exposed to like people having normal conversations. Maybe their parents are always gone or maybe their parents are just screaming the whole time. They don't see like mm-hmm. normal, healthy conversations. Mm-hmm. So maybe you feel ashamed of yourself and you're uh-huh. like, I don't know how to talk to people. I didn't get the chance to have normal conversations. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very real thing. So maybe you need to go into the mirror and you shouldn't be ashamed of this. Maybe you need to videotape yourself and see how it's going on uh-huh. and see like, are you coming across? Cause you could be coming across in a way that you really don't mean to. It could just be the way that you were raised because of some mishaps with your parents or people in your life, family members, you could be coming across kind of creepy, kind of weird when you're, you're truly not. Kids are, little kids are not creepy and weird. No one is born creepy and weird, okay? So if you're coming across like that, I'm trying to be gentle. That's not who you really are. I'm being very gentle with mm-hmm. you. I think you should like practice and warm up a little bit mm-hmm. until you feel more comfortable and you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Just don't think that everyone just naturally is just so relaxed and effortless with their conversations. Otherwise, why are there so many memes about having no friends and being alone and lonely and all that? Okay? Mm-hmm. True. It's not true. So, you. Um. Okay, so <laughs> this is for like if you are at like an event, some kind of thing, like a party or like Mm. a get together or whatever. And you are like, okay, this is what really it is. It's like getting some chips and guac, you know, and then there's someone next to you who's like getting some like pigs in a blanket, you know, and you just feel weird if you don't say anything or you're like, I kind of want to talk to them. And every time I say this, it comes out weird. I don't actually know how to word it, but it's still good. It's like... I still don't know how to word it, but it's just the idea of being like, so, like, what brought you here? Or, like, how did you get here? Like, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to word because people are like, what? But, like, I say, I think every time I say it, I say it three different ways. I'm like, so, like, what brought you here? Like, how'd you get here? Like, who do you you know here? Like, oh. And they, like, tell me how they ended up there. And first off, even though it's, comes off kind of awkward it always works because you know it makes people feel kind of like oh like she's kind of awkward but she's okay with it you know she's laughing at herself but also like it starts a conversation so that's Mm. something that I do I think I've done that and straight up said so why are you here (laughs) yes that's something I've done to people like why are you here a question I like more is how do you know the host whoever it is I'll say like how do you know Jackson or like (laughs) or if I'm at my Spanish club dinner I'd be like well I would already know them but I'd be like how did you what made you interested in Spanish you know what I mean yeah that's true how did you arrive to Spanish club dinner you're in Spanish club and they had gotta have a team dinner. That kind of goes oh, with the one Amy's going to say. I thought that happened in your real life. I was very that confused. That is like actually I don't, exactly the one you're I don't know saying. anyone named Jack. Um, okay, another great No, Amy, thing. I was saying I think that is the one that you're yeah, saying. it is. Basically, ask a question about the event. Like, oh, blah, do you think of this thing or blah, blah, blah. But or the also, place you're at. The compliment thing works super well at parties and stuff like that. And I was thinking if you want to make it like the least creepy or whatever you want to feel not awkward just like compliment creepy. like a jacket or a necklace or some shoes or their hairstyle personal I guess trait. maybe if they yeah. naturally don't know it's creepy some people like I said they didn't have the socialization to naturally understand what's creepy or not because they were, did not get that like hey. if you're okay I'm just gonna get psychological for a sec if you're raised in a way that you you're like really abandoned really neglected maybe abused then you start to um kind of go into situations already closed off. Maybe your hair's in front of your face. Maybe your parents did not 
shower you as a kid and then you go in and you're just kind of like this people are not going to talk to you as a kid they're going to avoid you and then you don't get socialization so maybe they're not creepy at all but they don't understand what mm. is creepy yeah okay. that's what i'm saying look i don't think most of you guys are creepy so that's yeah. okay but the, it's some of all... you might have a problem okay but listen it's all in your intentions if you yeah. don't feel creepy saying it or whatever it's probably fine mm-hmm. oh and i'll add if you're at a job or if you're in school a good opening line like amy was talking about is one, how long have you worked here? Or mm. if you haven't seen them before, are you new here? And then here? two, um, if you're in school, if it's college, like what are you majoring in? Or like, yeah. um, do you like one. this class Wait, or whatever? We forgot the that. most important thing. Literally just, hey, I'm this. What's your name? Very good yeah, opener. Sometimes Very easy when I say okay. But that that's the hardest one. That's the hardest one. Oh. Where do you go from there? Oh, okay. That's oh, the worst Because I'm an extrovert. If you don't like oh. think on your toes, you want to be starting. No, I'm a backup question. You want to start with I get it. subject. I don't think I've ever just said, hey, I'm Lisa. What's I've your done name? I've done It depends on the, like if you're in school and you sit next to someone, that's normal. Like, oh, hey, you sit next to me. I always have an opening line. All right, whatever. I got to. Whatever. Okay, the third it. point here is that there's a natural progression of friendship, which Kath has talked about many a time, so I figured she's a <laughs> good person like to this. tell us about this. Aunt Kath? Yes, yeah, Aunt Kath. Um, okay. People don't know this. I feel like with friendship, we kind of get these bad messages. I don't know where we get these messages. Is it movies? Is it TV? Yes, yes, yes But yes, it's like, yes, yes. you think like, oh, BFFs, Music. we're inseparable. We spend Instantly. all our time together. We were matching outfits. We are literally the same person. We finish every sentence. It's like, and I will tell you, I've had friendships like that. And it feels really same. good. It feels good to feel like you have another person that's you living outside of your body. <laughs> like, you are kind of your like other one half. person. It's your other half and like become best friends. Like I have had that experience and it feels good, but not for long. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it, I will say from my experience that never ends well because what you are experiencing is actually a lack of boundaries. Mm. So you need to know where you end and another person begins. Mm. You need to be embracing your individuality and letting things progress slowly. So that's the big point. For me, I would say I usually take about a couple years before I really trust someone. I'm just being honest. That's a good point. And the fastest I can remember ever trusting a friend was like six months. I just started to kind of trust her a little bit. So I would, and maybe that's just well, me. Well, I think you should explain what you mean But I'm by saying that. like, now, what does trust, trust mean? Like, I, Wait, there's levels of trust. Would you say where you fully are like, they have my back and I know it? I would say, because when I think like, of trusting someone to like not rob you or whatever. Like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, obviously I'm not friends with someone if I think they're going to rob me. But <laughs> I, I feel like it's more along the lines of like, I'm not going to open up my soul and share like my deepest like level. deepest, darkest self mm-hmm. with you until I really feel like you are a trustworthy person. You're not going like to use that information to manipulate me. You can't know me. that right away. And you that can't. goes in levels, right? And I will say that some of the most like manipulative and bad friends out there are the ones that start out very charming and they're very fun to be with and very into- it's kind of intoxicating almost. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, my aunt told me this, and I'll never forget this. My aunt's moved around a lot because my uncle was in the military. She said, Fast friends are bad friends. Mm, and I yes. always remember that. It doesn't mean that every single time you make a friend fast. It doesn't mean fast. you hit it off. That's but not so what it, it means. just basically, I, th- I, don't, I feel like you can't just say, okay, step one, do this. It's not that clear cut. It's more just take your time. So basically, there's a healthy, natural progression of friendships. You start out small, very small. Over the course of a few months, you start to open up maybe just a little bit about like little personal things. And then eventually... Then you'd be like, okay, I trust this person. I can share the more hard things that have happened in my life or whatever. That's like months down the that road. That should be like at least eight months in. Yeah, okay? and like, then I don't want to say exact months because I don't know. No, but, but less than eight months feels weird to me. Sure. I'm just saying. But there's also the opposite end of the spectrum, which is where like you have a friendship and you don't feel like you can trust them and they don't feel like they can trust you, I guess. And it's like this weird closed off dynamic the whole time and that is not fun or happy for anyone so just because you shouldn't trust people right away doesn't mean you should never trust people it's just a long thing that is fun and is good and it works out well if you just take your time and look this is the thing that i'll say is the the heavy conversations come naturally at the right time if you haven't like with my one friend i was like we haven't talked about anything personal yet we didn't need to it was fine it came up Mm -hmm. naturally at the right time and it was like oh wow 
we're on that level now because it happened naturally. So, so you don't even need to worry about some it. Some people have a natural urge, which I've had this a lot of times, to open up at these deep things mm-hmm. right away because mm-hmm. it makes you feel close yeah. really quick. Mm-hmm. It's not real because you haven't gone through all these things together. You haven't gone through, I can trust them on this level, this level, this level. You haven't gone through that yet, but it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, we went to level 10 already. We're there, but yeah. you're not there. You just jumped there. You didn't actually go through the other stuff. It doesn't count. So... I want to say that count. This counts for romantic relationships too. Actually, probably yeah. even more intensely because that's a more a friendship. You're not saying you're gonna be my partner for life. So it goes even more for romantic relationships. Keep that in your mind. We're gonna talk about now when friendship goes wrong. Dun dun dun. And the first thing we're gonna say is you guys ask about this a lot because once again. You don't know, probably from your childhood, you don't understand um, quite what's toxic and what's healthy. Yeah, some people think this stuff will just be a normal friendship, but it's really bad. Because your brain just wants what is comfortable, comfort zone. What am I used Mm. to? Comfort zone. That's what it wants. Mm. That might be toxicity. So we're going to go through a few toxic traits. We have a whole list in the book, and we're just going to go through a couple today. Lisa, you have the first few, so let's hear them. Okay. When I, with my good friends, when we have a fight, we tell each other like some hurt feelings we have or like awkward feelings like, oh, I really don't want to talk about this. Talk about it. It gets better. That means you have a good friendship when your like arguments or, you know, feeling sharings brings you closer. But sometimes you tell a friend your feelings or you have an argument or whatever, and then they like blame you or make you feel like you're crazy or you're wrong. That means you're in probably in a toxic friendship because mm. there I can't think of any situations where that's okay. Even if you don't agree, mm. you should still be able to like validate each other or, or mm. be like, oh, even though I, I don't agree with you, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. So you need if they if people aren't unable are unable to like apologize or validate you or even understand where you're coming from, it's They're probably being toxic. toxic. If you're mm. scared of telling oh. them your feelings, like if you mm. get scared, like, oh my gosh, now I have to say this thing to them and then mm-hmm. they're gonna say this to Can me and then I'm gonna feel gonna terrible. consequences. Yes. Except for some people are naturally, uh, not naturally scared of conflict. No, but like, but like scared because you know what they're going to say. Yeah, you know the difference because some people are like so terrified of conflict they won't bring up anything to anyone. So that's a little bit. um, We're we're saying if you're scared of that person, if you're like, like, oh no, I know, like punish me. You're like, I know, I know they're going to say something. They're going to punish me. No, they should say something. No, no, say something bad. I know they're going to punish me. There's a good principle for that that my fiance always says that. Which I'm going to change the word, but it's. If one person is a jerk, then they're a jerk. But if everyone is a jerk, then you're probably the jerk. Do you get what yes. I'm saying? So it's like, Ooh. if everyone, if you, if everyone you meet, you're like, oh, they're such a jerk, such a jerk. So like, hey. that's such a good point. So yeah, you just have to that's keep that great. in you're mind. Like, everyone is such a jerk to me. I don't understand why I'm so nice. <laughs> Are you? Are but you it's really? not just about being a jerk. And this situation, I'm saying, like, in terms of being afraid that of conflict. Might or, like, really oh, well, I can't point. trust anyone. I can yeah. open up to anyone because everyone's mean to me. It's like, well, maybe mm. actually you just have trust issues. And yeah. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. every person that you That's They're like, I hate drama. And they're always in the drama. Like, Why is that happening? Do you hate it? <laughs> All right. You got another one? Um, also, if a friend doesn't respect your boundaries. So you're oh. like, I don't want to hang out tonight. Like, I'm sorry. I'm really tired or whatever. Or, oh, I can't do this. I'm busy. Some people don't even care if you're busy. They're just like, like what? what? I haven't Why? seen you lately. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. They, It's just like, basically they act like your time is their time. So it's like, whenever I want to see you, be <laughs> your with you, time is my time. then you come to me. Like, you are my pet dog. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm a person. You need yeah. to remember that. Um, you have the right to do whatever you want, you know, stay home, hang out with someone hang else. Out someone else. That shouldn't be like a difficult thing to do. And I've been guilty of being that person more in like romantic situations. And I had to realize I was wrong when I'd be like, <laughs> what? I'd try to like guilt Nick. I'd be like, <laughs> you haven't spent blah, blah, blah. I'd be really rude about it. Something like, hey, let's talk about this and figure this out. I'm like trying to guilt trip and control through guilt tripping. Mm. That's a problem. It's a real problem. She's not very brave of you. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, I got a pretty extreme one. And I think this is something people don't really talk about as much, so it's probably good to share an example of this. Actually, you'd be surprised how much I talk about it on Twitter. Really? Yeah. It's actually like people, no, more in relationships, but still. So basically, okay, so this is a concept. talks about it? Just like I see tweets about it a lot. Oh, wait, actually, this is in, in, um, Modern culture. Right oh, okay. Maybe you guys have already media. heard maybe this. I anyway. didn't hear about this till recently. So this is a concept called gaslighting, and this is like a mm-hmm. it, it, in the mental health world. It's like a tactic that actually is used a lot in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give you a really good example of this from a book that I read, and this is a very extreme version, but 
anyway, I'll tell you that and then I'll say how it would apply to friendship. So this girl, her brother was abusive and what he would, this is one of the many abusive things he would do to her, but he basically would be like, Hey, go get me water. And then she would bring water and he'd be like, wait, I asked for ice. And she'd be like, no, you didn't. And then he'd be like, yes, I did. Go get me ice. Then she'd go back and get ice. And then he'd come back and say, I didn't want ice. So it's like he was doing this over and over. He did this to her all the time. And it was like, it's actually something that people do in abuse too. It it literally can cause the other person to go crazy because they stop trusting themselves. Now that sounds very extreme, but there's actually- more- I would say a more, like how that would apply to friendship is- your friend said something to you that was like kind of hurtful, or they said something, or and anything. They, it could yeah, be they anything. gossiped about something, or they literally said literally anything, literally, anything. literally, literally said or did negative. anything, and then later you bring it up and they said, "I, I never said that. that. I never said that. I didn't that. do that." And then suddenly you're questioning yourself. You're like, you're like, "Oh my gosh, wait a minute, did I make that up?" But you you swear you're like, "I know they said it," or maybe even one time you see a text that they had said, and then that confirms that you know that they said it. So that's just you're like, "I know you." It's said really it. creepy and sounds very like. But I think it's actually a lot more common than people think yeah. for people to do that. So mm-hmm. be it's very like a low key. Th- I don't even know if they know they're doing it. They might not know they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's it might be something they didn't even try to do, but it's like I don't it's know. Still damaging, and it's, you it goes have back to put into this thing of like this person who's always the victim. If you have a friend that every story they tell you, they're <laughs> always the victim. That's a red flag. It's I like it goes back to the jerk thing. It's like, yeah. is everyone else really a jerk or are you the jerk? Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one, I actually have a very personal experience with this, unfortunately. Um, I had a friend for a while, um, and basically she would punish me with the silent treatment every time that I like couldn't do something that she like she wanted me to hang out and if I wasn't free she would immediately just like withdraw like she would text Mm. me back like really coldly like we'd be having like this great conversation and then I'd be like oh yeah by the way I'm not free tomorrow because she'd ask me to hang out and then she'd be like oh okay period (gasps) or like so out of nowhere and then she would just stop talking to me for the rest of the night or like even if we were together and I like just because you're busy because I was busy. Oh, my gosh. Because I guess maybe in her mind it was, like, abandonment. <sighs> or, like, if we'd be together, she would suddenly just get into a mood and, like, shift into the silent treatment. And I would just be going crazy, like, what did I do? What did I do? But she was like, oh, you didn't do anything. But it was like she was giving me the silent treatment and, like, withdrawing very coldly and just really weird. So if someone's, like, if you if you feel punished for, like, your behaviors in a friendship, that's a really bad sign. And then the last one I will share is criticizing you. Mm. I feel like this is very common if you listen to, like, people talk, especially teenagers. Oh, my gosh. I feel like teenagers, they're always, like, criticizing each other, but it's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Ha-ha. Because everyone's so insecure. They're just, like, wanting to express their insecurities, but they put it on you. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I just don't think that behavior is excusable. Like, there's a difference between one of your friends saying, like, hey, I noticed that you seem to do this thing a lot, and I'm really concerned. I feel like this might be a behavior that's not serving you. That's one thing. That's like constructive criticism or like they're trying to help you. But if someone is literally criticizing you all the time or just mm. doing it in a joking way, like, oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> it's like, that's not really a good you're friend. So or good joke. not even directly insulting you, but like when you say something, they're like, what did you say? They're or like make so imitating you. Or they're like, that's random. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. So how did we get on that? Yeah, like, like they're subtly you? saying like, oh, you're dumb or why like why are you being like that? I don't mm. approve of your behavior. Can or like, like put you down. It's just a critical way. Or they like criticize like your outfit. Like those mm. pants don't really look that good on you. I mean, yeah. you can wear what you want. Like, but that's an I interesting look. I would always say when I finally got fed up with my very critical group of friends, I was like, why do we have to say something mean as a joke? Why can't we just say something nice? Is that serious? <laughs> <laughs> why why can't we just be serious? Like it's honestly passive aggressive too. Yeah. So or, oh, I freaking s- hate it. It makes me mad just thinking about it. I'm like, ah! So yeah, I'm saying, or you can just say something funny as a joke. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're really mad at someone, just say it to their face in yeah. a very direct way instead like, of making I all hate these your pants. subtle comments. So this goes perfectly with the next point, which is how to put down your boundaries. And basically, it's when basically people understand how they are allowed to treat you based on how you let them treat you. So if someone does one of those things, like they criticize you and you just go, <laughs> so they're like, that shirt is not that cute. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. And you, and you just laugh it off. <laughs> or like, Oh, why are you wearing that? <laughs> you stop wearing the shirt. You're like, oh, I'm not going to wear that shirt around her anymore. She doesn't like it. They Then they know, okay, so she's okay with me um, I insulting her clothing. Her. I can tell her that. Ding, ding, ding. And if they're like making a 
like making a joke about it, like she's saying insulting you or like um, giving you the silent treatment and then you end up, I'm so sorry, what did I do? When you didn't do a gosh dang thing, right? <laughs> and they're like, okay, perfect. I can give her the silent treatment and she's going to be okay with that and she's going to do what I want. Ugh. So instead, if I were to insult Lauren, Lauren would be like, that was kind of rude. Did you mean that in a rude way? And then they're like, oh no, I didn't. They're like, oh, okay, just want to check. Then they're like, oh, I cannot say that to Lauren because she's going to call me out. Let me go find mm-hmm. another friend who will let me if they are not interested in changing, right? Mm-hmm. Or with the silent treatment. If they're doing that and then um, the person says like, hey, you've been ignoring me for a while. And they're like, no, no, I haven't. It's like, you have been ignoring me. If you're not willing to talk, that's not really something that I'm looking for in a friendship. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for someone who's able to talk honestly and openly about mm-hmm. our conflicts and to respectfully have a dialogue with me and work things out. And if they're just like, th- probably they'll deny it, but they'll realize when you say that, oh, I can't just stonewall. That's another word for a sound treatment, stonewall. I can't stonewall them. They're not going to be okay with it. They're not going to go for that. Mm-hmm. I need to find someone else. They're not going to be conscious. They're not going to be thinking, I can't give them. They're going to be like, I don't want to be friends with them probably, which but is the tough part. Even like a normal good friend sometimes can make a joke about something that don't know is hurtful to you. So it's still that's why good. You talk to them about it's it. It's still good to yes. say something because they would want to know and like not make yeah. that joke. Okay, again. that's so a great, way. that's a great point. All, like, no one's going to be perfect. Yes. Everyone's going to make yes. mistakes. But when you say, hey, that thing you said, how do they react? Do they do say, you, oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And then they change their a behavior. A good friend won't do it again. Or they'll at least try or really hard. Or they blame you. Or you know what they can do? Another bad one. They can apologize. Ev- Guys, I watched a lot of Dr. Phil this week, okay? <laughs> they can apologize a million times and change nothing. nothing. So you say, they apologized Every time, I am so sorry. I never want to hurt you. You mean so much to me. Do the exact same thing again. Uh, okay? Puke, puke. After like two times, you got to stop. Maybe they messed up one time, but no. If because they keep apolog- apologizing, doesn't doesn't necessarily mean something unless you see some action. Yeah, they got Speak louder than words. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. Great also, quote. I didn't realize that this was a way of setting boundaries before because I never would have thought of it because mm-hmm. I don't have great boundaries yes. historically. 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 Um, you can leave. How wild is that? Oh, that's you Or can you can hang away. up the phone. You can stop. You can say, I'm not going to text you when you ask yes. this or... I'm not going to talk to you when you yes. act this. Like, the second you start giving the silent treatment after something that you don't tell me that is wrong, and after you've already said, you know, look, I and they don't change, just leave. That is You a, don't need to sit there. Really, really good point, and I've had this in my life where I actually didn't realize you can just leave. It sounds so obvious, but someone would be attacking me, and I would say, I do not want to have this conversation when you are in that mood. Can you cool down? for however long you need and then we can talk or mm. I don't want to have this conversation in this public place mm-hmm. I don't ha- and they're like you oh if they're like you owe me this no 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 what? you don't have what? to do a dang thing do you really do you really so you can say maybe I do owe you this conversation but I don't have to have it on your terms you can come up with the terms of a conversation uh, where it's going to take place together I would like to have it in private, when we are both calm, in a respectful tone. As soon as my terms are not met, I'm not going to be there. You right? don't have that to. Is a boundary. <laughs> yes, you don't. Don't let people trick you into thinking you owe them all these things. Mm. You owe me this. You're my girlfriend. You owe me this. You're my best friend. You owe me ah! this. You're my daughter. Whatever it is. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You say you're my dog. You're my dog. <laughs> no, no. You Water dog. Some people kind dog. of treat their dogs like they owe them no. stuff. Okay, but that's a big trick. That's a big trick people do. You owe me this. It will get a lot of people doing things they don't even want to do. So what if you get to the point where you realize, I can't be in this friendship. We need mm. to break Ooh. up. How, who of us have been through a friendship breakup? Uh, me, a million times. I think I actually have. I've only been through one. Oh, like three. I've, I've, I've been through like some four. that just dissipated, Wait, but one where I needed to break up. Count? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that counts. But yes, we didn't actually agree. Okay, yeah, right. I guess that counts. Amy? Um, my advice for going through a friend breakup, because I've been on the other side of this, the receiving end of this, in every single best friend that I've had, and that's when I had to realize I am the point where they all intersect. The thing that Kath was saying. Yes. Every single female best friend I've had in my living life has ghosted me. And that was the end of our relationship after years and years. They're like, bye. All of a sudden, we'll never speak to you again. Nothing. Does that, so, wait, I want to say something really quick for anyone who might have that. Does that mean 
your self-worth is lower? Does that mean you're a trash person? Does that mean you're you horrible? Did no. wrong? Does that mean you suck? It just means that they decided to exit through the back door instead of the front door like you deserve. But Amy, it also meant you were, I had the same problem, you were attracted to someone that's, who would do that. Yes, that's what I well, meant when I'm saying I am mean, the intersecting like, point. Sometimes you say you attracted, a lot of people think you mean like physi- like romantic. She doesn't mean that. She means like no, like you, you attract drawn, things. You're drawn, drawn to life. that kind of person. I was drawn mm-hmm. to girls that I guess cut me off in an instant, which I didn't realize until this year. You probably didn't really think that you deserved a good friend deep yes. down. Yes. So if you're gonna break up with someone, leave through the front door. Which means actually talk about it. And I will segue into how to actually talk about it. Okay. This can be really, really, really hard, okay? Like, super hard. Especially, which I have done this a couple times, when the person is, like, your really good friend. It's like, you can have really close friends who are simultaneously really terrible friendships. Doesn't mean they're a bad person, necessarily. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just your friendship doesn't work. And you two, as friends, not good together. So, the... The biggest overarching thing of a, quote, friend breakup is just being honest. Like, don't beat around the bush unless the person is crazy. I don't want to say that word because that's, like, a mean word. But, like, unless you think they're volatile Maybe and like they might, unstable, like, dangerous, unstable, dangerous. like... If you think they might do something to you or themselves, don't. then maybe you can beat around the bush a little. But with most people, yes. if they can handle it, just tell them, like, hey, this friendship isn't working out. Like, one time I had to do this to my best friend, my very best friend. I was friends with her for, like, two years. And I had to call her up, and I was like, hey, I was, I was really quiet. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I just, wanted, I just wanted to tell you, like, I don't think we should hang out anymore. Or at least for a while. That's a good one, too. At least for a while because, you know, you don't have to honor that necessarily. And I just feel like since we become friends, then this has happened and this has happened. And we, as friends, are like this together. I'm talking about, I'm saying fill in the blanks, you know. Put your own experience in what, in what I'm saying because mine is very specific. Just be honest and lay it out and make it clear because you don't want them to think, like, why don't they want to be friends with me? Like, did I do something wrong? Like, just answer all the questions. Like, just have a conversation. It doesn't have to be a text. It probably shouldn't be a text if you're really good friends. Mm -mm. If it's casual, then that's fine. But, like, if you guys are close, just have a conversation and just talk about it and be like, this is not what's right for us. If they agree, it should go well. Hopefully, they'll just... Respect your boundaries and, like, let it go. Probably won't. But sometimes, a lot of times, actually, they don't. And so sometimes you have to actually end the conversation and be like, hey, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry you're not getting this. I tried to under- I tried to explain this to you, but it just, we can't be friends anymore. And you have to be really clear. Mm-hmm. So, again, it varies by person, but generally just be honest. Answer the questions. Don't leave them hanging. Don't ghost them. And just be a nice person while you do it. Don't be a jerk. Don't insult them. Just try and leave it on as peaceful terms as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. So now That's Danny's going to read from our book, Believe in You. He's going to read you guys a little snippet. Guys, did you watch my Instagram story Ooh. this morning? Yes, yes. It was so was good. Funny. Listen, I'll introduce it. Ready? This is the introduction. It's story time with Danny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because Lisa wants to be a news anchor. I just oh, love that wow. voice. It's so fun. So I really want the editor to put um, classical music under this or like something like... Or like not not too happy. This needs to be a little a little tense. Okay, Okay, let's hear it. Okay. So I will be reading from the chapter of friendship as we are going over today. Chapter Chapter. friendship. (laughs) It actually is called friendship. And this is from the book Believe in You by Cimarelli, in case you are Mm. living under a hole. Under a hole. (laughs) In a hole, under a hole. Nope, under a hole. Under a hole? Trapped in the floor and there's a hole in the ceiling. Guys, I almost said this is page 53. It is. It is page 53, and this is called Resolving Conflict with Your Friends by Danny. That's me. I'm trying to read it like this. I'm like in church singing. All right. If you get in a fight with a friend, what do you do? Avoiding the person or pretending you're fine doesn't solve anything. You can be brave and approach conflict in a healthy way by remembering to calm down and be honest. Two simple points from Danny. First, calm down. (laughs) When emotions are running high, we can say things in inflammatory ways that make the situation worse and end up hurting people and causing more conflict. I calm myself down by going on a walk, taking a bath, or having some kind of relaxing alone time to bring myself back to a calm place physically. Then I work on calming myself mentally. I will call someone I trust, journal out a pro and con list, or write how I'm feeling and what happened, and then I try to get to the root of the problem. 
Why are you both really upset? And keep in mind, if, if you lost your train of thought, because I did too, this is about solving conflict. That's why I said both. I was like, why did I say both? Why are you both really upset? It's not about who's right and wrong. It's about what needs to be addressed so you can reconnect. Be honest. If you can't fully be honest, you can't fully address the root of the problem. When you've gotten yourself to a calm and reasonable state of mind, and then had an open and honest heart-to-heart -heart with your friend, you've given it your best shot at resolving the conflict. It's not your responsibility to run yourself into the ground trying to please your friend. Do the best you can to resolve the conflict honestly and calmly without compromising your boundaries or values just to please. If you have a true friendship that will stand the test of time, you'll both work at making things better. And then it ends with um, uh, a quote from the, I almost said Bible, but that's just. Don't say that. <laughs> it ends with a quote from the Bible that it's says. A good book. A friend is a friend at all times, and a brother is born for the time of adversity. From mm. Proverbs 17, 17. Thank you, really Danny. Good, good one, Dan Dan. Thanks. Once again, there's a lot more in the chapter. There's a the lot more that chapter, came from. A lot more where that came from. So you're going to want our book, Believe in You. It's available basically everywhere online. So we wrap our episodes up with Sister Spotlight, where Woo! one of us does a segment by herself. A little segment. <laughs> It could either be Lauren's take, Get Real with Christina, Sappy Thoughts with Kath, Amy's Current Crisis, Exposing Lisa's Weird Past, or Danny's Love Hate List. And this week's Sister Spotlight is... Ding! Lauren! <laughs> Lauren's take. Woo! All right, guys. So for Lauren's take, we take your questions from Patreon and ask Lauren your burning questions. Because Lauren doesn't talk a lot. Lauren got over 100 questions on this post, oh so I just gosh. picked... I think six or seven. All right. The first one is from the Simarelli Whammon. Can that's their username? Um, it's not, not us. us asking. Um, can you go into Walmart or Target and not get noticed? Like recognize, probably. Like rec recognize. like recognize. Like oh, oh yeah. What way? Or <laughs> like in the normal way? No, everyone notices me. <laughs> oh no. Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> Many times I have. Okay, good. But, it ha but does it happen ever, I think, is what they were trying to say. Like, oh. I think no. they're trying to say, no, like. Kat, they're saying, can you do that without it? The answer is yes. Yes. Sometimes okay. I do. Honestly, Target, not really. I That's don't think true. I've really been recognized That's a big store. I feel like no one recognized me in Target. Yeah, I don't so really feel like weird. I get recognized in Target. All right. Walmart That's not everyone's take. Restaurants. It's just Lauren. The mall. The mall. Yeah. The mall. All yeah. right. Lauren's take, not Okay. Take. This is from <laughs> Ashley. Do you think all people who let you down deserve to be forgiven? Oh, that went really All deep. people who let you down deserve to be forgiven. Yes. Um, but also, I don't really think forgiveness is really about the other person and what they deserve or don't deserve. Yeah. I think it's more about you humbling yourself and clearing your conscience and doing the right thing, which is forgiving them. But forgiving does not mean forgetting. Okay. <laughs> when people tell you who they are, listen. But oh. still forgive them. You can forgive and remain at a safe distance. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> you need a very long safe distance. Yep. A very long one. <laughs> forgive them, but you stay in China when they are yes. in the U.S. Okay, guys. This is Lauren's take. <laughs> All right, not yours. So, favorite song off Orange and why? From Ooh. Feta. Um, I don't know. Okay, I think... Flames is, Praise. but because I feel like it's underrated by you guys, Get offense, and I think it's really good, and the fact that everyone else doesn't think it's do. that good, well, they do, I but, do. like, I don't know, they think the other songs are better, then it just makes me, like, you know that, like, fighting for the underdog yeah. thing, I'm like, it deserves better. Mm, so. <laughs> okay, weirdest ice cream topping you've ever gotten from Emma Cherry. Okay, if you think that I have that wild ice cream toppings, you're not correct. Uh, Pickles? I Okay, because usually what I do is I just do, like, fruit-flavored stuff or, like, um, what's that called? Like, the like natural, whatever, like, original uh, tart, original you know? Flavor. Like, whatever that is. Uh, yeah. With like vanilla, um, but not. With fruit and stuff. I guess the weirdest thing I ever did was, like... Gummy bears. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know. It's not that weird. Like, I'm not, I don't know, not that wild what with the toppings. Honestly, what it is a weird thing? Hey, I put pretzels in my ice cream before. It's kind of weird. That's it's not, not really a typical combo. Okay. What qualities do you look for in a true friend from Jay? Mm. Hmm. Um, 
like independence <laughs> of themselves. Like I don't know why. I just really value that in people. I think because I'm really independent. Like no, okay. I don't want to sound mean, but like it just kind of bothers me when people aren't very independent because I'm just like I don't get it. I don't know. So that's one thing. Um, you don't want to leech. Yes, yeah. that's actually, yeah. I don't want someone <laughs> leeching off of me. I want them to have their own life and know how to deal with their problems for the most part. Um, authenticity, being like their real self, being a real person. Mm. Um, and like, I guess like integrity. So someone who just like is honest, means what they say, does what they say they're going to do. That's that's pretty much my requirements there. Cool. Mm. Okay, last one's from Amelia. She said, what are some easy ways to do self-care? Hmm. Um, okay, no offense, Amelia, but we've talked about this millions of times, so I feel like you should know this if you're really paying attention. <laughs> no offense, um, Amelia. And there's a lot of stuff in this book that will tell you, but for me, um, easy ways of self-care. Okay, cleaning my room is self-care to me because... It just is like that's your space. That's where you sleep, where you spend your mornings and your nights and maybe the rest of your day. I don't know what you do, but you spend a lot of time in there. And when it's clean, it's really an act of self-love <coughs> in your bathroom. OK, so if your room and your bathroom are not clean, you do not love yourself. No, but you're not showing yourself love. Mm. Um, journaling, um, going on a walk, taking care of your body, exercising. Eating healthy food, these are all self care. All right, don't well, know if that's Lauren's easy. Lauren's the stern mistress. Thanks, she <laughs> I is. Am. That's why I say I always say I'm glad Lauren's not my older sister. Oh my God. It's not a diss. I'm saying I'm really glad Lauren's my younger sister. It was a nightmare. Sister. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dina's the only one that knows. Cause oh, it would be so hard oh, to live up to her. Be like, ah, ah, ah. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> well, for <laughs> yourself, I'm like, it's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Because I admit my flaws, okay? I'm not like, do this, do that. I've never done anything wrong. Like, I am aware. I am oh, not perfect. For you. She so, was just a mean I child. feel like Amy would be a mistress. fun oldest sister. I, Lauren? Amy would be a fun oldest I, sister. I, Amy I don't know. She, oh, wait, wait, no. Because uh, Amy, Amy has would a judge you. She'd be like, you're doing what at 8 p.m.? Yeah, I would. That would be the hard part. But other than that, Amy does that to me, and I'm not even Okay, but other than that, Amy would be a fun older sister. I'm grounded I don't think you really act like my older sister. Danny would be a fun older sister. Well, she's pretty harsh I'm like, you want to go to the store? Yeah. I took me as an older sister. I used to drive Amy around and then like honk at boys and then make her roll down the windows. I would not participate he's a harassed man okay. oh you're hijacking all right anyway it's over already it's over it's yeah. a new yeah. segment yeah. which older sister would be the most fun yeah um, okay. well i don't agree look, with i'm that. not placing myself at number one I think, i'm not placing but myself. if i had a younger sister, sister I'm not, not <laughs> if i had a younger sister i would be i would have so much fun with them i don't have a lot of fun with Dang, little boys because they're you like my older sister and they're like oh you know but like i feel like i'd have a great time with a younger sister right I'd be like, girl talk. <laughs> you can do that with your yeah. older sister. Yeah, no. yeah you can. You. We just had a very in-depth girl oh, talk. Whatever. That you we know, will not mention. Not never. at all. I all have right. an older sister in the way where I, like, take care of things. Yeah. I okay. always take care no, of No, I still think Amy would be a fun older sister. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. She, she was she fun is. as a child. Well, I'm Amy's a really chill older sister in my experience. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like I act that like role. the older sister yeah. a lot of times. Amy, take it back. Take back What do role. I? Do? I don't know. I'm <laughs> older than you. I have lived longer than you. Okay. Say yeah. that. It's like, your choice, you Amy. It's your choice. I was more of an older sister to Kat. Grounding her. I never asked for that. Ever. Okay, okay, okay. We got to wrap up. Thank you guys so much for watching the Cimarelli podcast. The next episode is going to be Patreon only, like I said. So make sure you join Patreon. There's so much more than just the podcast, but there's a lot of podcast episodes. So it's definitely worth it. So we'll see you guys either on Patreon or we'll see you in two episodes on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for watching. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Cimarelli podcast. Follow Cimarelli on Spotify and subscribe on YouTube. You can also find Cimarelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. <laughs>